0: Hello and welcome to another exciting edition of Heavy Meta. We are on episode number 16. Yes. I remain one of your hosts, Bryce Kondik, Library Director over at Mantor Library. I'm joined with my co-host... Kelly Boyden. And today, we have yet another special guest. Would you mind introducing yourself? My name is Stephen Ponick,
1: and I'm delighted to be here. Delighted to be here. What do you do? I teach music at the University of Maine at Farmington, but Part of music at the University of Maine at Farmington is also interdisciplinary types of things. So we do travel courses where I work with my colleagues in other fields and um, do all sorts of kind of cool stuff.
0: All sorts of kind of cool stuff. Yeah, how was that for? That, a, that I think you. Yeah. I, I wish all I the had that. Part. So yeah. What is what is the favorite thing that you do? Um, I would think for
1: sure the most. What I really think about at the end of the day, it is at the end of the day, and when I into Mentor Library and there's a table waiting for me and there's a I know that when I walk by they will automatically start making my macchiato and I can be there and there are other regulars I'm not the only one Um, and that's Really, what it's about. <laughs> it's where that's what it's all kind about. kind of the <laughs> VIP coffee treatment, have really. Not much more to say. Seeds job
0: satisfaction <laughs> shot through the roof as soon as the <laughs> Matro Cafe was open. He's like, oh, ah! Yeah. Uh, I, I found my people.
1: <laughs> I did ask the administration about naming it the Ponday Cafe, and they said they would be delighted to for a donation. Um, mm. So we have to get around that. Um, well, new uh, administration coming. I know. Yeah. That's what I'm going to hit him up. I think that should be a priority. Ahead, right. Yeah. You know. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. What
0: you need to do is get on the hiring committee somehow. Like, if, whatever, if there's a hiring committee... I should be honest, just for sure. And, you know... Yeah, absolutely. So like purely based on coffee knowledge. That's right. There's a difference between coffee and espresso, I'm assuming? There is
1: definitely a difference okay. between coffee and espresso. Okay. Because a co- an espresso is really... If you go to Italy, an espresso is what they would call a cafe. And it's very Italian in the sense that it's about quality, not quantity. If you look at Starbucks, and I like Starbucks as much as the next coffee addict but um it is about huge quantities of coffee whereas in italy you have one small little taste and it's really good so i've actually since coming back from italy i bought a uh, an espresso machine did i show you the selfie um <laughs> yes <laughs> i think i did see that okay. 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 Kelly, kelly might yeah. Not. yeah. I no i have a selfie of the uh well actually I'll, I'll call it up so we don't lose we don't want dead air time so, so this. Um, so.
0: And we don't want me having espresso envy during <laughs> yeah. our during our So talk, no, no, so. no. I got
1: a, a Gaggia Classic, which is um, it is the the thing that you you put the coffee in. is actually professional sized. And I also got a um, uh, a grinder which um, actually has displays on it, so it measures out exactly how much you need.
0: Truly, you do have an astounding devotion. Mm. To espresso and, and caffeine in general. I yeah, yeah. Watch, actually
1: it's the nice thing about having espresso is that there's doles out little hits of caffeine throughout the day. So I don't have one big thing. I actually have like three hits. And so it's perfect. It's like you get to go and you get a little tired in the afternoon. So Boom. if I hooked you up with
0: a library cart, could you wheel it
1: over and have espresso with <laughs> like me anytime, a couple of times anytime. a day? Yeah, That'd be absolutely. Great. Absolutely. <laughs> so so there, you should be a, there should be a kids' cafe in here. No, totally. Come on. This is what I'm saying. We're in a children's library. There should be like this little thing where you have like a little espresso. It could be grape juice and then like really, really concentrated grape juice. could be their little sugar hits throughout the day. This is. This I'm is down. Yeah, I'm no, I'm totally for this. Yeah. You're not going to be able to use a lot of this, are you? No, well, we, we're using all of it, Steve. we got a half hour. We're
0: using all of it. Um, you mentioned Italy. Did I? Yes, you did. Uh, Now you've been over to you went over to Italy. You've been over multiple times. Yeah, uh, sometimes just for just on your own, uh, and sometimes with a group. I've
1: gone about boy, I think about ten or eleven times. Um, The the first time was the honeymoon, and that's when it all started. Um, And um, um, but then after that, uh, with Scott Erb and Lou Yetter and Sarah Moline, we started offering in two thousand five these travel courses, and um, those have been amazing. And I mean, in terms of I mean, I think we're on our ninth one, wow. yeah, 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 and so, um, and, and it's been, I mean, it's essentially been largely to the same places with some difference, but um, I, I have to say, it's the thing that make, keeps it fresh for us are the students who, you know, I mean, I was just saying in my class today, personally, I don't need to see the Roman Colosseum ever again, like, <laughs> Like, I'm sitting here, and if it were just, like, over there, I, I wouldn't go over there. Like, I would just sort of sit here longer, right? Um, and, um, and I think that's part of the fact that, um, you know, it just is, it's worn out, it's welcome for me. But that said, I love seeing students seeing that, yeah. you know, in that part of it. Um, and then there's also the whole different culture and students who've never traveled before and everything else that comes in. So, you know, that's been, that's been pretty amazing. So how long do you go when you go with students? We go for about two weeks usually, two weeks. Um, and um, it's a uh, usually Rome, Florence, and Venice are the anchors. Sometimes we'll do more of a southern trip, which would be Florence, Rome, and then we do um, Sorrento, which brings in Pompeii and Naples. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, so, uh, yeah, we try and not keep moving too much so that you're not getting a sense of the place, but at the same time, um, enough variety so that. And how many students do you bring at a time? We've brought as few as 16 and as many as 44. There was one that was, one trip that I think the whole group was like 44, so... Forty-four? Like, Forty students. like 40 of us all together are 44, something like did that. Did you
0: make them more like
1: little leashes? <laughs> so like well, schooled. yeah, or? yeah. <laughs> no, no. Well, there are a couple. We're hoping uh, to find out what happened to them. Uh, <laughs> 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 Last so, Yeah, the parents are in a drag. You know I mean? After the second year, you'd think they would be... fine. Fu- you lose know, a couple of kids yeah, yeah, and I know. people What's, start freaking out. I know, I know. Such overprotective protective parents. Right, right. Uh, no, uh, that was rough. Those were in the early, earlier years, um, and there are four of us, I have to say. So okay, technically, right. it's about 1 to 10 is the ratio right. that you end up with. You do feel like you're moving a small city around. Mm. Um, it's not as intimate a trip. Mm. Um, so, um, I mean, I prefer the smaller ones. You get to know the students a little better. Oh, and,
0: um do they take so are the students taking classes like do they is there any yeah. credit attached to it what what class um, or they what can credit do they get
1: uh, they can take it uh, I mean since there're four four of us uh, they can take it is under our discipline at either two or four uh, there's a two credit course just for travel um, so if you just go and you keep a journal during the trip then you
0: get the credit assuming that you do the so trip so two credits two weeks two credits exactly good job right. Then there's That's a good a, deal. There are four-credit options uh, for yeah. those
1: that need four credits. So they will, they could do music, art history, political science, or literature Those with the faculty involved. And then usually when they come back, there's work to be done. So they'll write a paper after hmm. the trip is over. Hmm. Um, so it's really trying, and it'll also be an honors course too. We're really trying to make it, because it's hard enough to come up with the money to travel and fit yeah. it in your life and do it. Yeah. So it seems to me the credits need to really respond to the needs of the student, uh, particularly education majors who right. you know, Sometimes they can only do Italy if this can count for their arts course, right? right? And so um, you know we'll try and make that happen for them. And it's easy to do because Italy is all of those subjects and we have faculty who do those subjects and so right. we can bend it in whichever way we wish, hmm.
0: so. Um, what was I gonna say? So what is, what's, give me, what a, a memorable experience you've had on one of these? Like if, if I said, tell me an interesting story, what, what, you know, a good thing that happened, like what, what was a, a positive thing? Like no horror stories, Are, we want this positive. positive. <laughs> Are children listening to this uh, no. podcast? I suppose they might be, but oh, okay. I'm generally. All right. Okay, and, uh, all right, you don't mean, okay, warnings? Okay, all right, no. Yeah, no. Um,
1: <laughs> I remember that one of the things we do is we ask the students before we go to um, pick a place and research it in advance. And it's their little foothold in Italy uh, before they're there. And uh, there was one student uh, one time who had picked the Pantheon. That's actually, if the Pantheon were over there, I'd go over there. That's no. that, that. That doesn't get old. He would um, cross the street. Yeah, for yeah, the Pantheon. yeah, I would go. I actually, I'd go back to Italy just to see the Pantheon. Um, but um, uh, she had uh, researched the Pantheon. Was very excited about it. This was the. This was this was the thing she wanted, and I and I remember we got to Rome and we went into the Pantheon. And I, and I remember she came in and I turned around knowing that the students were coming in. Because that's what you do when you, mm-hmm. I've seen the Pantheon so many times. You right? want like the, their you expression it, and, she, like... and she burst into tears. It was really oh, amazing. Really? She, yeah, she was completely just so moved by this experience that wow. was so, you know. And then that becomes part of my experience of it as well. Right. Like, you know, this yeah. memory of the student, that the, what they've had there. I do remember um, we were in Venice. Uh, it was, uh, it was really, uh, um, Venices if you've been in Venice, you there's no way you don't get lost most of the time. <laughs> and um, um, we got so lost. And it was a group of about seven students and me. And we ended up way over on the other side of the island in the residential area. And uh, we were trying to get out. And my Italian at this point, this was one of the first trips. It may have been the first trip, I think. My Italian was uh, was not what it is. You know, I've learned a lot of Italian since. So I, I really couldn't couldn't get around. There was an older gentleman, and, and I said... Um, that we wanted to go to the Ferrovia, which is the train station. And that's like, that's the landmark, right? If we can get there, then we can get where we need to go. And, you know, we couldn't, first of all, t- to explain where to go in Venice in English, when you understand the language, is hard enough, much less, through. so he decided to take us. <laughs> and um, so we're walking, I mean, this is like a 15-minute walk, right? And we're walking, and he's he's smiling at me, and we're smiling going <laughs> back and forth. And then he starts singing um, part of Beethoven's uh, Sixth Symphony, just like, you know, and I know this, right? So I jump in, and I start singing with him, um, and we start singing, and like you know, we're we we're, we're singing at each other, and and it was it's really funny because these big guys that are on a trip, and they they were talking, and then when they heard us singing, they stopped and they got like really close behind us too, which was awkward because then we had to stop short, and I almost got knocked over. <laughs> but uh, but there are all sorts of little things. Oh, there was another time. This is amazing. This is absolutely amazing. Scott and I still talk about this. Um, I've only had one other experience where this has happened. But, um, so, the Rome train station is as busy and complicated as uh, Grand Central Station, but more so because it's international. Um, and one year, uh, mo- everybody except Scott and me went to, Pan- uh, to Pompeii, the uh, okay. whole day. They were gone. It was just me and, and Scott, and, and we were at different hotels and um
0: can't stay at the same hotel with Scott i mean you're just <laughs> no no not at all yeah, no I, that's you just get along but it's a different need, hotel yeah, sort of yeah, a, we arrangement. Need to, we need to save
1: time for, in, for that i need yeah. to, <laughs> yeah, need to go into that yeah it's a, it's an issue and people should know people should know yeah so so anyway um so i um i emailed Scott and i said why don't we meet um we have a sort of a meeting place um and i'll meet you at uh, about 11, 11:35 11:40 um um, and uh, we'll go get lunch or something. Anyway. So 11.35, 11.40, I walk over there, and, um, and he comes walking in. And he says, so this is a coincidence. I said, what do you mean? We had not planned. He did not get my email. Oh, my goodness. And so out of, the, and by the way, there are, there's, I mean, basically you could fit all of Farmington into the corridor we were standing in. Right. It is just packed with, the fact that I even saw him. Right, and that he saw me, but coincidentally at about eleven thirty-five, he walked by our spot, and I ran into him there.
0: Yeah. Wow! There you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so when you're over there, I mean, so you've gone for. So I imagine when you're there for semester, I mean, not semester, but uh, for study abroad, you're pretty much there as a, a, a student shepherd. Uh, instructing the students some, but like personal research, you're not doing much, or am I? Well, I've done
1: some. Oh, I should I probably uh, study abroad's a different thing. That's actually because we're trying to do more of that. That's when um, a student will will actually engage in a program where they spend a semester. Okay. Then, yeah. So, what so is this, this is a this travel course. Travel course. Right. Okay. Um, no, I do a lot of research in Italy. Uh, I mean, over the years, it's just become the focus of my research. I'm, I'm reading. My doctorate was. For the topic of my doctorate, I wanted to learn Italian, so I started with that. That the t- subject of my PhD would be. At the time, I was ashamed. Now I'm proud. so interesting. Um, <laughs> I, thought I, should, I should have some <laughs> academic interest that you know the world needs to know more about it. No, I just want to learn Italian more, mm-hmm. right? So I picked a topic that um, sort of challenged me to learn, uh, at least to read Italian. And um, so this all turned out to be fantastic. Uh, the, the travel courses actually happened after, um, and. Um, so my research has been um, looking at uh, various questions, um, Italian music, but then also looking at um, Italian cities and sound in Italian cities, um, how that differs, um, and um, sort of, uh, multi- in fact, my sabbatical was looking at um, um, sound studies in the 1920s, now it gets geeky, but it's, it was, a, um, I was at a library in Venice uh, uh, and looking at um, uh, a movement during the nineteen teens and twenties, where there was a desire to create city sounds and music, and so what does that mean, um, city sounds? Well, I think what like they were trying horns to do, in the middle of the yeah, wall. yeah. Like in other words, I think this was a time where. Um, People were expanding the definition of what music was, mm-hmm. um, and I mean, today it's nothing new. I mean, you you people pull in um, what we would call sounds, or some people call noise, all the time into music, and you know, um, and so they were.
0: So, do cities have their own like acoustic signature? Oh, that...
1: absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Really? In that quick? Yeah, absolutely. You can. I mean, I can tell usually. I mean, if I know the city well, like I know Venice's sound uh, sounds um, because. And the thing is that we act, and so do you, I mean, unless you've gone to, if you haven't gone to Venice, but you may know certain sounds and places you go to that you are aware of. And if you were to hear a recording of them, if mm. you know the place, you place it. And it's because sound operates more, much more on a subconscious level with us. Hmm. Um, we're, I mean, when we're you know when our ancestors were fleeing lions in the Serengeti. I mean, they were. It was the roar of the lion, right? <laughs> it wasn't necessarily this processing. I mean, that it it, it it sound immediately cuts to our emotional centers, right? Um, it's like smell. It's the same kind of thing. Um, so um, when you go to, and again, it depends on what part of Venice. But I do have part of it's because I've recorded it and I've started to pay attention to it. Um, Venice has all of these, well, most of Italy has all of these churches where these church bells are going off at different times, that's one. You have mm-hmm. the sound of the canal, right, which is distinctive the mm-hmm. okay, yeah. Venetian. Yeah. Um, you will also hear constant, um, and Venice has always been this way, uh, foot, people foot traffic, because mm-hmm. it is a, a heavily traveled city. Huh. Um, and so there's a, you know, and this is some of the things, so one of the exercises I have the students do for sound is to go and just simply, you know, produce all the other sentences and then just focus on the sounds themselves. What are they hearing? and just describe. Don't judge, just describe and listen. And don't, and also don't make a distinction. Like, if, if the, the sound of a taxi cab can be just as important and just as beautiful as the sound of the ocean, right? Mm-hmm. It depends on what you're prioritizing in that mm-hmm. moment. And um, I actually prefer the sound of the taxi cab. Well, the ocean I like, but birds, no, I take a cab. That's another thing. You want to go there? <laughs> I, I don't know. Do I? Yeah, I kind of want to go there. You prefer? No, I like I like I like cities. I do See, I do like cities. For, for yeah.
0: you're in the wrong spot. For, this is what like I've cities. been told, right? Yeah. yeah, sorry. This is what
1: I've been told. Yeah, I um. um there's a, well, there's a lot of little city happening down there, you know, like Broadway. And they call yeah. it
0: Broadway, right? you got yeah. that going for you. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like it. <laughs> it is just like it. Yeah. You record Broadway, New York, Broadway, Farmington. It's the same it's thing? Same. Well, much, you know? not the theaters. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. okay. Um, oh, shoot. I forgot what I was going to ask. Oh, so you'd said uh, you got into Italy mainly because of, your honeymoon? You'd gone there on your honeymoon, or like what? Or did you mean when you went to Italy the first time? It was like like a honeymoon, or it was your honeymoon? There's it was the actual honeymoon. The actual. And why did you pick Italy? Just because you thought okay, so this fun. is so
1: funny. This is the thing. This is the story my wife tells all the time. So I mean, I grew up with an italo American family, so I know. I mean, I knew some of the language. I certainly knew the food and everything else. And Italy was that place over there. And so our honeymoon comes, and, and my wife has toured Europe, right? And she had toured Europe by this point, right? So she knew all the, all the countries. And I said, I want to go to Scotland, right? Because it's their highlands. Not <laughs> knowing fully what I, mean, I, I think, I know what those are. They're, everyone goes, oh, the highlands, right? Oh, I guess I should see those things, right? <laughs> so they're lands that are high. This is what I got, and I see a mist, right? So I've got all of this. All of this is working in my head, right? And plus, speak, people speak English, right? And that would be good. And so Lily says, you know, you're Italian. You should go to Italy. Italy's amazing. And so I kind of resisted her on it. And it was Yeah, yeah, literally. Um, so it was the kilt. He wanted yeah. a kilt. <laughs> <laughs> I do look good in one. Yeah. I bet you do. Yeah, I do. No, I've never worn one actually. Anyway, uh, so I, um, so we went to Italy. I fell in love. Now I was already first, obviously, most in love with my wife. And let's just mm. say that for this, for this <laughs> purposes of this show. But but as uh, cities go, and, and I just couldn't believe, and it was something like I felt like I came home mm-hmm. just personally. And and again, I think part of it was like I grew up with elements of that culture in a little American yeah. family, and there were certain values that were there about. Um, life and about enjoying life in a certain way and valuing certain things. And so I just connected and then I couldn't get enough of it. Yeah. Um and she has wanted to go to other places since and I refuse. Scotland? <laughs> yeah. Yeah she she she'd, go, she'd, she'd anything to go to Scotland please. now. Yeah. No, no, no. We haven't gone to Perugia yet. But yeah, Highlands. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. No, 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 no 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 So anyway, um that was it. And then the dissertation happened after and so oh, okay. yeah. And then and then um, Scott Erb put together this trip in 2005, and that's where this began. And so.
0: And did, he, did you hear that he was going? You're like, Italy, I'd like to do that too, or did you already have. We mm-hmm. did uh, a um, prototype
1: for the first year seminar, um, and it was taught by Scott, uh, Sarah, me, and Luann did a, uh, the English comp section, and Tian Donahue, uh, okay, yep. she's over at um, Princeton now. And um, it turned out to not be the model for (laughs) 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 it. In so so many ways, it would have been awful. It was a huge lecture class, Um, but it was interesting because we were like debating things around the class. But um, Scott said, you know, what if we did this trip? Like, why don't we turn it into a travel course? So it became this travel course. And we took the ideas of the academics. And I think that's what makes this work. We don't do a tourism trip. And people have to understand this. It's not that we go. There are better tourist packages you could get, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but we go for people that are interested in the ideas yeah. and the sounds and the music and everything else, and and have a, an experience in a in a place uh, that is um, you know known for these things. Uh, so you
0: typically are like, are there
1: some concerts you try and hit while you're there? Like what? It's what? harder to do the concerts. Uh, like the great, the operas are so expensive, and they're you know it's hard to hard to get them. Um, I don't do so much with concerts, although students will go. Uh, there is a uh, there's a performer that I know who i brought students to. Do. She sings the music that was written at the time of the artwork that's on the wall. Oh, cool. So like Caravaggio, right? Yeah. You know, and then she's singing music of that period of time, and you can see and hear the interest in expressing emotions visually and orally um, at the same time and it's really cool.
0: I was over my favorite my, actually my no I've been to a couple operas not many I'm, I'm sure it's disappointing to you I'm sorry Steve was oh, no, no, confessing no, no. this but <laughs> my favorite experience going to the opera uh, my wife and I were over in Slovakia our first time I think and this was early 2000s and so it was still very very inexpensive yeah um, it was before the Euro and everything and we are over there we were in Bratislava the uh, nation's capital uh, for the day with some friends and we were just in total tourist mode. I mean, I was in yeah. shorts and a T-shirt, and our friends were like, "Oh, we should go to the opera." And I was like, <laughs> "I mean, I haven't, I don't have a tux, so I'm sorry." And they're like, "Ah, oh, don't worry." I'm like, "Well, I also can't afford it." It's like two dollars box oh, seats. I'm like, wow. 2 dollars for box seats?" They're like, "Yeah." I'm like, "Is this a, like a really bad opera?" He's like, "No, <laughs> we're right next to we're right next to Vienna. It's all yeah. the uh, Vienna caliber yeah. performers. Oh, they just amazing. come over to Bratislava. Oh, that's correct. So yeah, we got box seats for two bucks. Which opera? I want to say it was the magic flute, but I oh, I, I that can't would say, say it, was, it was really good. It was yeah. really good, sort of fantasy. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was the flute would be. I would love to see
1: magic flute. I've never seen that one live. I it was teach fantastic. It, yeah.
0: yeah. So yeah, unfortunately, you can no longer go um, for two dollars. Oh, I can imagine. And I wish I had not been wearing like shorts and a T-shirt. Yeah. That's How's your of, language? Uh, my language is okay. Um, it's. Bad enough that my kids are like, Dad doesn't speak Slovak. And, uh, <laughs> but if I was over, let's put it this way if I was over there and stranded, I yeah. would be okay. We I would get, get to by the train station. Easily. Do your uh, parents,
1: I mean, your parents, do your kids, okay, so when we went to Japan, a little bit, you know, it's Japanese, um, my kids banned me from speaking Japanese. <gasps> and the same thing when we went to Paris, to, uh, to, to French, like I could, I was not allowed not to speak allowed. French. It's um, uh, just that I was so embarrassing. Um, I do speak Italian now. I mean, this is one of the things I was going to ask you because it's uh, one of the cool things in studying the language. And by the way, I'll advertise this so. Italki, you can study with anyone in the world uh, on Skype, um, and I've been doing oh. this for three years. Really? Um, I've stayed at um, I stayed at her house with uh, she and her husband, who's a journalist. And actually, they they uh, she stayed with us when she was in the states, and we've become really good friends. Um, and say
0: say what it is again?
1: It's called Italki.com. I and then T-A-L-K-I.com, oh. and there are other things if you t- if you type in uh, language. I just did an advertisement. You did, uh, yeah. <laughs> you need to get a kickback from all yeah. our uh, advertisements. Yes, that's right. right. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, yeah, you, you, and you set up these lessons, and it, it's wow. amazing what you can do, um, and what you can learn, and so. Um, but that's what's been really exciting, uh, and one of the reasons why I justify going to Italy over and over again with my wife, um, along with the school trips, is that. Every time I go now, I actually can have conversations with people, um, and I'm getting to the point where, um, I mean, we're not talking metaphysics, but <laughs> you know, and, I, and it's but it's more than just simply ordering at a restaurant. I can actually um, interact with them, and the Italians, um, and, I, and part of it is because it's a country kind of like Maine. There are a lot of it's heavy tourism, and it's an older country, mm. and so there's a really f- concern that Italian is dying. I mean, Mm. not in our lifetime, but it's not like French, which is everywhere. Mm. So when you are speaking Italian, and particularly if you have demonstrated that you're at least an intermediate level, they are incredibly encouraging. And so I have had little grammar lessons, delightful grammar lessons, um, when I went and bought two train tickets and asked um, if she would be traveling with me because I mixed up the pronouns. Um, She (laughs) said, "No, no, no, no. She comes out behind the booth and she points to some things and she explains to me that actually what I wanted to say was to refer to us which is Chi and that this would be it and that you is that and then she we laugh together because yeah. you know she you know she I would like to go to Bologna but I can't you know, because, you know, <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> but it was it's that kind of thing then and again it's a country that um, really loves when, when foreigners are trying to learn their language
0: yeah. so if students are interested in going when is the natural cycle that they can go? like When when, does, when do they find out and when do they have to sign up? That's a great question. Um, I think that it, um, uh,
1: usually about three months beforehand, Scott will be asking for the first down payment. That said, we've had some students go pretty late. I mean, it, usually it's more, the issue is not the timing on our part as it is the timing on the student's part and money. Hmm. So if we are, like we're, we're going next January um, in 2019, and um, we are already advertising, or not advertising, but we already have a list of students and you know, we're trying to get that list up to like 100, 120, so that students can know about it, what's involved by the time they leave for break, and then can work over the summer to do it or have the conversation with the parents. So <laughs> you
0: sort of figure like, start with 120, end up with 20? Like uh, yeah something like that yeah because yeah. it deteriorated like. yeah
1: yeah and, and also a lot of we've kept those email lists because sometimes someone who's on this list who might not go in 2019 will go in 2021. right and so it's a, it's sort of we just keep it out there and um, you try and go every other year. We go every other year and we're trying to do a community I actually did a community trip this past I February uh, which was just community and uh, which is very different. Um, and a wonderful trip, I had a great time. Uh, and I, th- and I,
0: I think they did too, um, <laughs> in spite of it. <laughs> uh, so so um, the students who go, I, am, I imagine, and correct me if I'm wrong, most of them, is, it their, is this their first time? That's a great question. I, I
1: think I would say, um, boy, we should have a statistic on that. Um, we always have students who have never been out of the country before. Mm. We have a couple once in a while never flown before. Um, but then we have students on the other end who've traveled a lot and been to Italy before. So mm-hmm. I would say we get a range. If I could wave a magic wand, um, well, probably do other things too, but let's just <laughs> say, um, yeah. Absolutely, uh, we're done. You now have a prime time television <laughs> show. <Boom. laughs> um, uh, no, I. Um, one of the things that's difficult is that a lot of students who just love to go, just don't have just can't. they're just don't barely the here, yeah. right, so we're really trying to, um, and this I will do an advertisement for, it. uh, there's a scholarship fund for travel courses that, uh, Linda Beck has been working oh, on, and, um, we really, uh, want to continue to encourage that, because, um, the, again, I, and, and, and the students that have come have been, who've gotten the scholarship and have come, they just have an amazing experience, um, and so, um, I the magic wand would make it that um, you students would be selected based on passion and interest mm-hmm. for the trip, and that's it. Right? How
0: how much does it end up costing?
1: Um, well, it depends um, on a lot of things. Uh, usually, it's uh, I think this is, by the way, where Scott takes over, and I let him say the number of words because <laughs> the number of words don't work so well for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'll try some number words, and then you can can you edit this later and have Scott. We can't Like, like wait, my. Just, <laughs> just this is a non non yeah. Non- yeah. Non- yeah. Well, actually, you should dub in Scott's voice. So like <laughs> I'll say something, and then Scott will dub it. You, you go to his office, and then have him say the accurate number. That sounds like far too much work. Yeah. To <laughs> no, but that. it would be so much fun. It, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So apologies to Scott. Uh, no, I think we were at 2,500. Okay. Um, and that was everything but uh, meals. Um, so um, the, uh, and actually it's a really good deal when you think about it. Uh, and we stay in places where you you do have roommates. Mm-hmm. Uh, there may be a bathroom down the hall, but it's clean. It's, uh, you know, um, and for students it's really comfortable. um, um you know, we've gone, We found some really great places to stay. Yeah, that,
0: that's year. not bad. Yeah. You know, that's not bad. For yeah. tuition plus flights plus two weeks right, accommodations. Right. Um, and, oh, so that includes tuition. Oh no, I'm sorry. Tuition is extra. Okay. Huh? Yeah. Okay. Sorry. That was okay. going to become a really. Good yes, I was yeah. yeah say. Wow. wow. Sign me up. That's uh, right. Um,
1: <laughs> so, so it's, it's. Um, uh, I think that it's really. Um, we try and keep it reasonable, and the other thing is that we're not, and and this is one thing that's important, and we talk to the students about this, is that. You know, there's not a big bus that picks you up in front of the hotel and brings you to the Coliseum. Right. Um, you're walking, yeah. right? And you're, and that's the whole idea. And that's yeah. So um, we save a lot of money on that. And I also think you really get to know the city when you get off the bus. And mm. you actually walk yeah. through the city and get lost and have to figure your way
0: you're out. Yeah. So. Then have the strange guy help you out and you and start to sing Beethoven's Sixth Symphony. Which, by remember. the way, is one of the new common species. This pieces. is true. I, did, I just connected that. Yeah, Wow. Now. That's awesome. We'll have to bring him over. You get on that. (laughs) I will. I will. Oh, we should have Kristen on the show to talk about. You should have Kristen. Oh, Kristen would be great. I'll reach out to her. Well, it has been a pleasure, as always. Wait, it's over? Well, it's been a half I'm hour. just getting warmed up. <laughs> you, you are more no, than welcome to come back. No, come no, back. no <laughs> I have more to say, people. This is,
1: I had lots of coffee before this, espresso, and now you're cutting me off? Well. This is, <laughs> I don't want to stop talking,
0: people. Pardon us while we club Steve again. say goodbye. So thank you all for listening. You might hear Steve again. In no, the future no. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> I still have more. To